Welcome to Pop Icon, the podcast. I am your host, David, the host of Pop Icon Radio, live on the Alternation Radio every Tuesday from 8 to 9 in the morning. We are talking pop culture. We are playing pop music. Just got off a really good show this morning, went and grabbed an iced coffee really quick, and now we are back in the studio, and we are here with one of my very good friends and the former host of Movie Day Podcast, Stacey Nye. Hello. Hey, what's Thank up, Stacey? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank That's you so much it. for coming on. First time on Pop Icon. Can you believe it? First time. Can you believe it? It's been a minute <laughs> since we've like sat down and recorded something, I think. I know. I know. It has been. It's been a while. Has it? Like, I feel like the last time was maybe like October 2021, maybe? Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. It doesn't feel like that long, but that, yeah, that seems right. It's wild. Um, and for those of you that don't know, I have been posting the uh, former episodes of Movie Day Podcast on this channel every Friday. So I started off um, with our first episode, Stacey, where we talked about Jawbreaker. Um, yes. That was such a fun episode. And then we had Scream 1 and Scream 2 we've put out the past two weeks. And the next episode, I think, is coming out this Friday. And it's going to be our episode on The Craft, whenever me and you officially became official co-hosts. Gosh, we were, like, in that 90s, like, We couldn't get out of it for a, for a second. Yeah, we were, like, yeah. that clueless, like, fear. Like, everything <laughs> was, like, 90s. And it was fine. I loved it. I loved being in, like, 90s I podcasts. Feel like that's a lot of our a lot of our favorites are in that like era so it makes sense it really yeah i mean those are like the films that like raised us so like it is exactly to be expected that me and you would like fall for those because i mean the movies that we're talking about were just so iconic just beginning from scream jawbreaker the crap like those are just like you hear those movies you're like oh my god those are like those are everything um yeah we had a lot of fun doing that. So thank you for doing that with me. And a lot yeah. of people want to do that with you. Of course. We, great. we might do maybe like an update episode, maybe. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Because <laughs> I have a friend that wants to do like an episode of Movie Day Podcast. And I'm like, oh, you want to, you, you want to, he wants to do the episode uh, for Scream 5. Like the guy I was telling you about, Zach. Uh-huh. He wants to do an episode on Scream 5, so I was like, maybe we should do, like, Scream 3 and Scream 4 before that. Yeah, I mean, honestly. <laughs> we might, I'd so be into it. We'll, have to, we'll have to check back in on that one. Um, but, yeah, like I said, this Friday, our episode of The Craft is going to be out, so everybody be sure to check that out. Um, but So what you've been up to, Stacey? It's, like I said, it's been years since I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been years since I've seen you. Um you know, this morning I'm enjoying a delicious sparkling water and my cat keeps walking around and being a nuisance. So if you hear him meowing in the background, I'm sorry. A little Dennis the Menace back there? He really is. He's like, if his, he doesn't have all the attention. He's just a little brat about it. But uh, He's going to get that, that attention. Just, I know. I'm like, what do you need now? Do we let you outside? Do you want food? Do you want water? Like, it's just endless. But I love him and that's why I do it. That's um, why you're a, a cat mother. That's why I'm mother. <laughs> you are mother. You're Megan Trainor mother. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Um, and other than that, I'm just like off today. So I'm taking it easy. I'm doing this with you. And then I'm probably just going to like chill and work out later and have a nice day. Heck yeah. I'm probably you know. going to work out later too. I'm going to go for a run, I think. I've been doing that lately. I know you have been too. Yeah, me too. And have, the weather has been so nice. Like last night I went out and it was, I felt like I could go forever because it was like not insanely hot for once. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't like the heat was like, because for the past like summer, it's been so hot. You like go out for a run at night. It's like you're wearing like a sweater. Like immediately you walk outside. Last night was, it felt great. It felt amazing. So it I, felt really good. It's it's fall. Like it's almost fall. Fall is upon us. It, it is. So excited. I love it. We love everything about fall, though. We love uh, pumpkins. We love scary movies. Like I was oh gonna God, say, I got I a pumpkin spice latte, but I didn't. I got like it's like a a blueberry cobbler type latte thing. Oh, that sounds know. delicious. It was really good. It has like two shots of like unsweetened blueberry and then a shot of unsweetened vanilla in there. And you know, Yum. ice, and then just a couple of shots of espresso, and it's really good. So shout out to the Duncan worker who made that today. I got it for cheap Pretty too. It was like three fifty. I know people always give it shit, but I'm a big fan of Duncan. Have you had? Have you heard of the ice spice uh, Munchkin drink or whatever that everybody's losing their mind over? No, but that sounds yummy. Does <laughs> it come with a Munchkin? It, well, it is made with munchkins. Apparently, like they put what? it in like the mix, so it's kind of like a milkshake munchkin smoothie type oh, deal. I'm like, that's okay, delicious. Okay. But everybody's so mad over like the sugar content on it, and I was like, give it a break. People are allowed to have like a fun little snack every now and then, even if it's got yeah, 850 it's a grams treat. of sugar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're not so, having I, it like they're not having it three times a day. Is it 850 grams of sugar? I think it's something crazy like that, honestly. Like, <laughs> I saw the sugar. I was like, whoa, maybe I won't be having one of those. But it looked kind of good, too, at the same time. And, like, Ice Spice, like, why would I not want to support her? She's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I feel like those are for the people who are, like, come with me to try the new Ice Spice drink at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> You know what I mean? I <laughs> want to see somebody's reaction to, like, drinking it. I need to, like, I feel like I'm going to go down, like, a YouTube hole of just, like, watching that. And, be, and every single video is like, well, it was, it was a bit sweet. <laughs> Obviously. It? It's got, it? like, it's got six, like, munchkins in it. And then it's got, like, a base of, like, <laughs> coffee, a base of, like, syrup, a base of this, a base of that. I'm like, everything is a base. That sounds disgusting to me. <laughs> like... I, like, whenever I get a coffee, like, I don't want everything, like, I don't need, like, all the extra extras, like, a shot of this, a shot of that is great, but, like, I'm there for, like, the espresso, the coffee, whatever. I'm not here for, like, all the extras. And some people are. Yeah. Some people like to get, like, yeah, 14 honestly. shots of shit, and I'm like, ugh, how do you drink I that? I mean, I I work at Starbucks. I can attest to some crazy orders. You did work at um, Starbucks. There was this girl who would get like 14 pumps of white mocha and then she would get like 12 splendas what? in it Wh on like, top of it what is that that's i don't know <laughs> it's like i wonder if like every time you come are you just like i think i'll try one more pump and by the 12th how time you're there you you're like 12 is a question <laughs> yeah exactly that's amazing like how did you figure figure out that ratio I know, because I feel like after you do 12 pumps, I feel like that's half the cup right there, right? Like, ice? David, like, it, it was like a chunk at the bottom. It was a good chunk at the bottom. Yeah. Wow. People are people are really insane. Um, you know what? Also, you know what? <laughs> different ahead. strokes for different folks, though, at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I just got to the point where I just made it. I mean, everyone was, we were always, like, making, 
been jokes about people the whole time I worked there, but I was like 18. But now I feel like it's like if they're going to buy it, they can have what they want, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, here, here's your $17 like coffee drink that you made me put like 18 shots of this exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> It's, but what if with the Munchkin drink they it does like um it's like another of the what was the McDonald's one where everyone was like dying from it the, the Grimace shake maybe <laughs> what, if, what if they do a, a a Munchkin thing but it's like not dying but you like start like dancing or something that'd be cute you start freaking twerking like her yeah shaking, you start shaking that thing in a deli <laughs> yeah. Maybe that would be funny. Like That'd turn into cute. her. Oh my god! Actually, that would be like a cute trend. <gasps> on no, everyone has like wigs. Everyone has like orange. The orange like the wig. Yeah. Either <laughs> either, and it could go either way. It could be like kind of like the afro, or it could be like the long orange too, because she's like known for both of them now. I think she's like, done both. Yeah, but she's just sticking with that orange. I love That's that. Her signature. Though. I love that. She's like fun. I think she's just you know out there with Taylor Swift dancing at like the VMAs. You know, having a good time. She won at the VMAs. Did she? What did she win? I don't even know, but I know I saw her. I think it was new artist, best new artist. Yeah, no, I can and, see that. Um, I saw her acceptance speech, and she was like tearing up. It was really sweet. I wish that I would have watched it. I feel like I should have. I watched a couple of performances. I watched Doja Cat, and I think I watched some of Olivia Rodrigo's, and that's it. But Doja Cat's yeah, is I just, fun. I just saw, like, random parts, but that popped up, and I was like, oh, good for you, Ice Spice. It was, like, randomly on a Tuesday. It was always on, like, a Sunday night whenever I was growing up, so it was, like, appointment TV. So seeing it on a Tuesday, that was kind of strange. I know. I was, like, at work watching it we were like rolling silverware oh. and put it on the tv and i was like oh okay like, oh i guess that's going on tonight <laughs> yeah like a tuesday that's so random i hate that idea actually maybe next year don't do that maybe do it on like a sunday so that people are like off of work or like you know settling down or getting started for the week that's weird to do things on a tuesday yeah the only thing club that goes up. i was literally just gonna say the only thing going <laughs> up on a tuesday is the club like what are they thinking <laughs> How dare they? What were they thinking? Oh my god, so funny. But um <laughs> But yeah, dude, so you are here for a very specific reason, Stacy. Yes. And that is to I'm talk a very pop culture. Set of skills. Ah, you yeah. do, and you're about to put them to use, I think. I'm kind of scared actually. Um I'm scared. No, I'm actually really excited to have you on. I'm stoked that you're like my first like guest on here. Like cuz you I kind know. of you were kind of my you weren't my introduction but you were like somebody that helped me like stick to like wanting to do the podcast before so like i appreciate mm. you coming on here and helping me out like start this one up for sure i'm so excited honestly you're so excited <laughs> you're so excited <laughs> i'm so scared <laughs> Jesse Spano. I wonder if like the kids get that reference these days. Do you think they do? Absolutely not. I say so much to them and they're like, What? what? <laughs> oh my god, dude. You know what's like, scary know though? That's scary to me. Like that means like That's we're out of the pop culture like zygeist with like the youngins. We're officially like older. Okay, but the thing about us is we know the old and we know the new. Like we're not like not in the know about the new. We just yeah. know about the old, too. So it's like we are just more knowledgeable than them. And that's facts. Yeah, that's facts, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are kind of like we love our pop culture, man. And we're going to start things off with our box office top 10 of the week this week. How do you feel about that? 
I'm freaking excited. You know, I love movies. <laughs> They're my fave. I know, me too. Um, so I'm going to get your, we're going to talk, I'm going to give you the list and then we're going to talk opinions. Um, so okay. start things off. We got number 10. We've got Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, uh, pulling in $2 million. At number okay. nine, we've got Oppenheimer, $2.1 million. Mm-hmm. Number eight, Gran Turismo, $2.4 million. At number seven, we've got this movie called Jawan, $2.4 million. At number six, we've got Blue Beetle, $2.5 million. At number five, Barbie with $3.8 million. It's got $626 million as its like total gross here in the United States. That's Golly. That's, that's insane. That's awesome for them. Uh, number four, my big fat Greek wedding, three nineteen or four point eight million actually. Number three, the Equalizer, three seven point two million. Uh, number two, a haunting in Venice, fourteen million. And the number one film of the week is for a second week in the row, uh, the Nun two with fifteen million. Okay. How does that make you feel? How does that top ten make you feel? Um, I mean, I feel like a lot of those aren't the ones aren't the movies that i'm super stoked about i mean obviously i loved barbie i still haven't seen oppenheimer which is crazy but uh i think i'm just gonna save that for like an at-home watch but a lot of those are kind of ones that have like flew under the radar for me because there's a lot of good horror coming out soon that i'm like really looking forward to but i did see the nun too randomly (laughs) yeah you (laughs) and and my brother saw that (laughs) and i can see why um it, I mean, it's like a cash grabby kind of movie. So I could see why it's number one. Those Conjuring movies always do really well, even though they're like pretty cut and dry, like standard movie formulas. Yeah. But um, people are like interested but, by those people's lives, though. Like even though it's like all fake, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh yeah, the Warrens. Yeah, that was that's all made. Melinda up. They were and not, Bill Warren or whatever their names were. Yeah, they're they were frauds, but. It's like interest. I mean, I love seeing like Patrick Wilson and Oh Vera. Vera. Yeah, it, no, I love both Formiga? of them. Yeah, Vera from Tice, like, Tice's uh, sister. Yeah, and she's great too. There was also like a little teaser at the end of the Nun too, where um, we see them. We see the Warrens, and they like get a phone call or something, and I'm like, what is that about? I don't know what they're trying to do with that. But I guess they're building they're up like that set, universe, maybe. Like they're like setting up another thing with them but i'm like of course we of course saw that coming because you'll never stop but um i heard about the gran turismo movie um me and andrew talked about that my roommate and he was like saying that it wasn't very good (laughs) it's like a video game right isn't that what it's based off of it's based off of this guy who played the game and then became an actual driver. Like he, he was a really good at the game, and then he like transitioned into actually racing and did well. And it's like they like kind of made the story about that, which is a cool story. But I feel like it just wasn't executed well. But I don't know how people feel about. it. I haven't seen it. I've like watched trailers for it, and it just didn't catch my eye either. But I mean, it was number one a couple of weeks ago. Thing. Yeah, not really mine That's either. Good um yeah i didn't really the whole the nothing really caught my eye they have that haunting in venice movie with like did you, i guess that's part of like the death on the nile series like that and yeah. another film i didn't realize that i was like oh okay um i, I don't, mean i love Mi- sorry go ahead no you go tell me who do you love i love michelle yo and i remember seeing that um trailer 
when I went and saw some movie. I think I saw like The Boogeyman on my birthday or something. And that trailer, I was like, oh my god, that trailer looks really good. But I I watch a bunch of like horror review things on YouTube, and a lot of them are saying like, it's fine. And I'm like, dang it, I really wanted it to be really good, but it's uh, I think it's just gonna be like a fun watch, not anything like crazy. Yeah, I was like hoping to, especially whenever I heard that, like you said, Michelle Yeoh was gonna be in it. She was like definitely the big draw for me. Even though also yeah. Jamie Dornan's in it too, and he's really handsome. But also Tina oh Fey is in it, which scares me. She is like, I don't know why, but she just like <laughs> kind of scares me now. I love Tina Fey. I I love that she's like randomly in this movie. Like maybe she's friends with someone. Nothing like she can't just be an actress, but she hasn't done anything in a long time. So I know she was just like. She was a character. I read, like, a, a, an excerpt from her book where she was talking about, like, Amy Poehler and Jamie, Jimmy Fallon, like, recently. And she was talking about how, like, Amy Poehler did some type of, like, scandalous, like, comedy routine. And, like, Jimmy Fallon was like, no, no, stop it right now. Stop that right now. You know, with his, like, over-exaggeratedness. And, like, apparently, like, Amy Poehler, like, got in his face and was all like, you shut the fuck up. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And I was like, whoa. Like, she she gave Jimmy Fallon the business. Damn. Did you hear that I about Jimmy that. Fallon that he's kind of, you know, he's kind of, like, kind of, like, he's prudish? Some, yeah, well, I've heard, I've heard that people have kind of spoken out about him, um, like, people who work with him recently as well which kind of sucks yeah well see stuff like that kind of like worries me because it's like i always feel like it's like they talk about like the people involved in that rather than like the person themselves because like i'm like is jimmy fallon does well i don't know maybe Jim, didn't jimmy fallon have like a drinking problem isn't that what they said they said like he would be he would get like belligerent and he would get like mean or something, and then he also yeah. and like his producers were like mean. That th- didn't that happen with Ellen also? I don't trust none of these daytime, nighttime <laughs> like hosts. Well, first of all, if you have like a show about yourself, like your name, like isn't that kind of like narcissistic, right? <laughs> I mean, a lot of them have that. So like, I guess think about that though. Like, I don't know. I don't have the David Carson show. I have Pop Icon Radio with David Carson, like, to be, like, the Jimmy Fallon show. Like, I don't know. Like, is that annoying just, that I said that? No, it's not annoying. It's just I feel like it's been that way for so long that people just keep doing it. Like, there's been since the Johnny Carson show, you know, like, 1950, whatever. That's my so uncle. It's like they just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just keep doing it, which is, like, Whatever, all that late night TV is just named after the people who post it. I don't know how I feel about like most late night television. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. I have like a problem with like SNL and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so that's we're off somewhere. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we are it's not going in the direction I thought we were going to be going in. So up next, <laughs> I wanted to talk to you about the Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 of the Week. If you're okay with that. Yes, of course. So this week's Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 starts out with our number 10 song, Dua Lipa, Dance the Night Away. Uh, Number nine, we love that. The Barbie soundtrack is like so good. Yeah. Um, Number nine, we've got Blank You Mean, Fuck You Mean. Have you heard that song? I have no idea. (laughs) It like is... Fuck you mean. Dun, 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 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, number eight, we've got SZA with Snooze. At number seven, we've got Olivia Rodrigo, Bad Idea Right. Number six, we have got Morgan Whalen, Last Night. At number five, we've got Taylor Swift with Cruel Summer. At number four, Fast Car, Luke Combs. At number three, I remember everything. Zach Bryan featuring Casey Musgraves. Number two, Paint the Town Red, Doja Cat. And Number one this week, we have got Olivia Rodrigo with Vampire. Dude, Olivia Rodrigo's taking over. I love her, and I love both of those songs. And she's also heard the yeah. number 11 song on there, too. It's called Get Him Back by her. Um, See you tonight. It's a it's bad, bad idea, idea right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's, it's like, fun. Yeah, it's a really fun song. That song's all over TikTok. I think, um, no, I think she's great. I think she's doing exactly the right thing. She's very smart, and whoever is helping her produce, they're uh, they're killing it because those songs are really fun. Yeah, they're, like, super fun and catchy, and, like, there's just something about her that I, like, like too. I don't know why. I don't really know. I don't know. Whenever I think about Olivia Rodrigo, I don't know shit about her. She's just, like, this girl, this, like, cute girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's sweet, though. She's a very sweet, like, Face. Well, that's why, like, I think that she is like kind of like pop icon because she kind of hits all the different like marks. Like, mm-hmm. I think I've told you this before. She's like, she's like young, cute, sweet. Like, so like older people think that she's like adorable. She also like young, sweet, but she's also likes to curse and likes to talk about like, love and shit like that. So like the young girls like love her. Like she's gorgeous. Like the guys love her. Like. She doesn't seem like she's, like, outrageously, like, scandalous, so parents can get behind her. So it's just, like, she's, like, perfectly set up. Like, there's nothing – she has nothing that is, like, that pushes people away from her other than, like, the fact that she creates pop music, you know? Maybe once she's older, she'll have her Miley moment and really, like, break all the walls down and figure out, like, something different about herself. But she's so young right now. She is. I think she's, like, 20 right now, right? Jesus. Yeah, I feel like – She's got a lot of learning to do about herself, and I bet you, I bet you we'll see a bunch of vis- like different versions of her. Yeah, because, I mean, like you said, we're seeing right now, like, this, like, young version. She's, like, growing up little bit by little bit, but, like, she's also going to have a moment where she finds a little bit more of her identity, and, like, I think that I think the music's going to be even better then, so I'm excited. Yeah, me too. We love that girl. Like um, Doja Cat, she's kind of crazy. Have you heard of Zach Bryan? Zach Bryan, that sounds like a country guy. He is. So that song, I Remember Everything, um, that was number one a couple of weeks ago. And I had never heard of this guy until those ho- the the young hostesses at our job pointed him out to me and be like, oh, you've never heard this song? I'm like, no, never, not once in my life. Apparently he's like one of the biggest deals now. Um, but I listened to that song. It's kind of cute. It's kind of like sweet. I just don't, yeah, I don't listen to country music usually, but 
that's cool. Yeah, you're not listening to like Fast Car by Luke Combs or anything. You're, no, me and you're like actively changing it whenever it comes on the radio. I'm a hater. <laughs> I, I'm a hater. I don't get it. I just, I'm sorry, I don't get it. What is the point of that? I, I you love know what? That original song. Let's just play the original, please. I have like that's all I need. A weird. I have like a what? weird theory, but I like I don't know if I should put it out there. Okay, tell me. Oh my god, you want me to put it out there? I feel like I might get in a little trouble if I say this. <laughs> no, tell me. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like, I feel like some people maybe put out like that song so they could like listen to that song without having to like get mad at the person <gasps> singing that song. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean. I remember whenever we were talking about it and we had someone defend it being like, this has made Tracy Chapman so much money since the song has been back on the billboard charts because it is her song. Um, Which, I mean, I get that. Let's just, like, let's just, I mean, I'm glad that she's making money from it, but also let's just, like, put her song back on the charts. Yeah, that song would be great on the radio right now. I mean, she could have her little Kate Bush moment as well. Like, that song is a classic. Yeah, why do we have to listen to Kate Bush all last year and we can't listen to Tracy Chapman? Like, I think that's... And I do not want to listen to fucking Luke Bryan or whatever. Who is it? <laughs> Luke Combs. Luke <laughs> I don't either. I don't even know. I really don't know that much about him, though. He could be, like, a good guy, but, like, I just... He's, like, the best guy ever, and we're just, like... <laughs> I know. We're just, like, <laughs> shitting on him. Sorry, Luke Combs. Um, I feel like he's probably... I like I f- Tracy Chapman more. I think he's from, like, American Idol or something. Let me double check that okay. before I just like speak out my ass. Um, <laughs> he just looks like doofy. <laughs> yeah, he just looks like that that white country boy. He looks like a good old. He looks like a good old boy. He's thirty three. Like he went, like he went to high school with us or something. <laughs> he could have went to high school. He wears like the same type of shirts that everybody around here wears. Um, <laughs> He got married in Florida, of course. Where is he from? Is he from Florida? Uh, maybe so. That's uh, so funny. No, it says he's from North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know that much Florida. about him. He just has North Carolina is so gorgeous. When you come to Florida to get married, uh, <laughs> of all places, beaches. I mean, the beaches are kind of nice sometimes. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so that's Luke Combs. Fuck Luke Combs. Um. <laughs> So we're uh, that's it. That's our Billboard Hot 100 Top 10 of the week. We had some yeah. good ones in there, some bad ones in there, um, some that we're just going to forget about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I guess we can jump into some pop culture uh, news of the week. Um, so let's do it. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Let's talk about let's talk about American Horror Story starting uh, on nine twenty September twentieth uh, tomorrow. That's exciting. I'm glad I'm off work because I can, I'll I'll definitely watch that tomorrow. This season is called Delicate. Have you heard? Oh, yeah. I've seen the trailer. I've I've done my research. So what do you think is going on there? Um, Obviously, from what we know, Ryan Murphy said that it is going to be like kind of like a play off of Rosemary's Baby. So I think that we kind of have an idea of where they're going to go with things. But like, what is Hmm. what is your opinion? So I'm thinking definitely Rosemary's Baby's Rosemary's Baby vibes. Um, I'm thinking Ken is gonna be kind of like the neighbor that was always like giving her the the like pudding and the smoothies and the food and all the medicine and like 
she's kind of prepping her to have this child. Um, but it's going to be like more in the way of like PR almost. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Cause I think very, that, I think that she's yeah. like a PR agent or like a something she's, she's in charge of like some type of like organization that like Emma Roberts is and Emma Roberts like is an actress who is trying to become like world famous and like win like an Emmy or something like that. So yeah, I feel like, is she like unsure if she wants? to have a baby and they're like being like no 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 this will make you more profitable or is she is that what it was saying i think that, like they that want her they want her to have a baby that's what it kind of seems like and i'm like oh god what are they they're gonna sacrifice that I'm like baby. who is that baby is that the devil which is uh, maybe so that's like what little, that's what Rosemary's it's a little baby overdone was. though you think so i mean i've seen that story so many times i hope that they do it in a really cool way but there's got to be um, some type of like twist or something because it's releasing, I think, in two parts. I think they said that part one is coming out on 920. Um, and okay. I'm curious to see when the second part is going to be because I feel like they're doing that because there's going to be like a twist in like the narrative or something. And like there's just going to be like a change or something that's not what we think it is. Yeah. And then I noticed in the trailer, um, there's parts where Emma Roberts face looks normal and then there's parts where she has like something on her face and i couldn't tell what it was supposed to be like a scar maybe or like a cut but there's a big chunk of the trailer where there's like something on her face that doesn't that's not like i don't know what that's about maybe she gets in a fight or someone like hits her or something huh. i'm interested to see what that's about i'll check it out i only watched the trailer like one time and i got like a i got a good vibe from it i love american horror story the last season like i yeah. I really liked it. A lot of people didn't like it, maybe because it was, like, gay-themed. Um, but, like, I really enjoyed it, and I cried. There was one episode where I was, like, bawling hysterically crying. I think the finale, maybe, or the episode before the finale. And I threw myself into, like, a panic attack. Oh, dang. I'm it was, sorry. like, traumatic. It was, like, gay trauma, me, like, watching it. And so, like, I just, I had to Yeah. Cry. And, like, I had to, like, go to my bedroom. I, like, fell on my bed, and I was, like, sweating. It was crazy. Um... But, Damn. Uh, yeah, I'm like, fuck, yeah. fuck you, Ryan Murphy. Thank you for that. <laughs> I always watch. I'm always going to watch the new seasons. Like, I'm never not going to watch. Um, They don't always hit for me. I'd never finished last season because I think I was in, like, a really weird state of mind. And it was, like, a lot. It was and really I, like, traumatic hand- a couple times. I couldn't season. handle it. No, totally. Because it was, like, that. it felt very real. Like, it was in that era where a lot of, like stuff about like stuff like with like hiv and aids and stuff like that like the aids epidemic was happening and like people were just not giving a fuck about gay people and it just all felt super real and heavy and i like i could probably watch it now though i feel like i'm in a different mindset where i could probably finish it yeah but like, I just like it there is a story there that i think is good there's some that i was like well, what is this but then like i like i said like there was like some where i was like bawling hysterically being like oh my god that's like cinema <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I need to watch that. Yeah, check it it out. So we're also going to check out American Horror Story Delicate um, whenever that comes out tomorrow. And maybe we'll talk about it in the future. I'm excited. Um, Yeah, me too. I'm excited. So to keep up, I guess, maybe talking about like kind of like a horror theme, we can talk about Maxine now. uh, Yay! Being uh, reported reported as a slasher murder whodunit mystery. Um, How does that make you feel? That is interesting because we've had X where we've known who the villain is and we've had Pearl where we've known who the villain is. So it's going to be interesting to like 
not know and I kind of have it be a mystery and I'm like how is this going to play out I was wondering what they were going to do like what 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 is Maxine going to be about so this is definitely a smart way to do it because I don't think I would I wouldn't imagine Maxine having a breakdown and becoming like violent so like something else has to play out which is definitely what's going to happen so that's cool you know what's funny is that I can see it both ways is I can see it as one like somebody's coming after her and like the people that she meets and stuff like that. But then too, I mean, she could, I mean, uh, from what we saw in Pearl, she, Mia Goth has got it in her to turn. Oh, and for sure. freaking, She could be the villain. She could be the villain. There's a very good possibility well, that she could be the villain. And I'm like, I'm wondering if that's where like the direction that Ty West is going to be going in. Well, with her past, like, you know, she's like escaped from this, like r- overly religious father um i'm like i'm thinking that they're gonna come for her maybe or that's gonna definitely play in somehow and i'm excited to see how that all works out because that's the only people that we really haven't met that's like inside this universe yeah i know that we're gonna be getting some new cast members like i know that halsey is gonna be playing a cast member i know lily collins is gonna be playing a new cast member uh, Elizabeth Debicki, who played, I think, Princess Diana in The Crown, is going to be in it. Uh, Moses Sumney from The Idol, The Weekend Show. So, like, a couple of people are in it. I'm very, ex- I'm pretty excited. We're, we're, we're definitely, we need to watch that. Oh yeah, that's like opening day type. They don't have like vibe. a, they don't have a, a release date though, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, but it's soon because it was 2023, right? No, that's what I'm saying. There's no release date, but like they are, oh. they. Oh wait, no, sorry. No, you're fine. They released X and Pearl both in 2022, and then they just didn't. They filmed it. Like the whole movie is like filmed. It's coming soon. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. So I'm hoping we get it. I'm thinking maybe by New Year we'll probably get like a little small trailer or something like that, and maybe next year we'll probably get the movie. Maybe in like March or so. <laughs> Yay! I'm excited. I hope so. Fingers crossed. So that is so exciting. Um, we love us some horror movies. I'm trying to think if we oh, have yeah. any other like horror movie news. I don't think that we do. I think the rest is just like all pop culture, celebrity, like gossip type shit. Um, so uh, we can jump into. Do you want to talk about like the whole Drew Barrymore of it all? Oh God, yeah. Let's talk about it. I like Drew Barrymore. Don't get me wrong, but me like, too. I feel like she like made a bad decision. But you know what? She's taking it back. So Drew Barrymore, as we know, is on strike with all of Hollywood. Um, writers are on strike. Actors are on strike. Nobody's like supposed to be filming right now. Um, and I, at the beginning of last week, I think she said like, actually, we're, I'm going to be coming back without writers. Like people need to like get to work. Blah 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 blah. Uh, basically mm. and yeah. people were not happy about that she put out like a video saying like this is the reason that i'm doing it like hopefully you guys are okay with it and people were not okay with it um so now drew barrymore has paused the talk show return until the strike is over um so yeah she has hit pause on that <laughs> how does that make you feel disappointed like she obviously has been in so many of my favorites and i adore her but i think that she needs to understand why it's important for these the bigger stars to stand down because they need to be the ones that they're the ones that are wanted so much by these companies to work so it's like if they stop then things will actually be put into motion and change but if they don't then it's just going to keep 
the same the same cycle is going to keep playing out and it's like sad that she doesn't understand that i'm like why don't you understand that and i heard that she said like my family has to, my, my children have to eat and i'm like yeah but Uh-oh. you you have you have an empire drew and all these other people who are fighting for their proper pay have like they're like getting kicked out of their house you know what i mean like yeah that's how i feel like i've heard about all these different writers and stuff like i heard like one of the big writers on the the bear like one of the big shows that just came out over the past year like is having to move out of la because of everything that's going on right now yeah it's like don't be so like you know better i I just feel like she knows better and she's being ignorant for no reason i don't know why she's doing that i'm glad she went back on it but i mean the damage is done like we're not gonna forget you know what I mean? Yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, I thought that, like, whenever the strikes were going on last time, didn't, like, Conan and, like, Jay Leno and all of them, didn't they pay the writers, like, yeah. under the table or whatever to, like, keep their shows going? Like, can they not do that yeah. anymore? Like, what is going on? Like, what is, what are the rules, basically, is what I'm trying to understand. Like, why? They they definitely could do that. She could She could become the one who like basically takes care of it like i know that david letterman did it once during one of the strikes where he basically like just agreed to the terms and he was like okay well my he owned his own company though so he was allowed to do that um but i'm sure i'm sure there's a way i mean i'm sure there's a way where she could figure out something or maybe like try to like talk to because what is her is her show cbs i can't remember yeah i think i believe it's cbs so she's like relying on cbs to make these changes and they're not then she needs to be like well fuck you cbs like be better but i mean if she did own it she could do something but she doesn't yeah so i feel bad i feel bad that everybody's like coming for her but then at the same time it's like it's like it's you need to stand, yeah. You need to stand up, I guess, with all these people out there that are trying to make more money. I feel like, I feel like the more like big names that they have like that, the more type of change that they can get going on. So we'll exactly, because they're the ones that they they. If the Drew Barrymore show st- stops, they lose money, so they need an incentive. They're creating an incentive so they could agree to these terms, and she's just like totally not understanding that. Yeah. So I don't love that for her right now. So we'll see how things go with Miss Miss Barrymore. Um, yeah. So that happened. Uh, I guess we can talk about also the Drake and Halle Berry situation. Like, what the freak okay, is going so on there? Please explain this to me one more time because I, you know, more about it than me. Okay, so Halle Berry has claimed that Drake used her image uh for his slimy out like song promo without permission she says he asked me and i said no <laughs> um so drake used a green slimed uh picture of halle berry getting slimed at the 2012 nickelodeon kids choice awards um and halle berry is saying she told drake that she did not want him to use that and he did just that he just put it out there anyway um, the track was released on Friday uh, as the first single from Drake's upcoming album for all the dogs. Uh, the green slime covered art he shared on Instagram for slime depicted her getting slimed in the face in the 2012 Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that's shady. I don't like that. Why? Why even ask if you're just going to be. 
that's like, shady about it. That was her whole, I think, like stance is like, what's why, why did you ask me for something? And then whenever I tell you no, you still went about it. She goes, didn't get my permission. That's not cool. I thought better of him. She then followed up with another comment writing, hence my post today. When people you admire disappoint you, you have to be the bigger person and move on. Yeah, it's like, does he have this complex where he thinks, well, I'm Drake, so I'm just going to do it because whatever. It's like, I'm sure there was much more artwork. In even, like, the image is cool, but it's not like, I'm not like, whoa, look at that image. It's just like, is that Halle Berry with slime on her? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sorry, like somebody else posted in there. They go, they go, slime you. What exactly does that mean? Hmm. She goes, ex- and Halle Berry writes back, exactly. What does that mean? Because that, is that sexual? You're slime, and so you're using a picture of that. Because you, you know, what's the implication yeah. behind that? Like, that's. For sure. That's kind of gross that he did that. This woman is like. An older woman, she's like a mother, and he like put her out there without her permission, even after yeah. asking. And a lot of people, a lot of those idiots on Twitter, this is like my problem with like Twitter is like media fucking literacy. Like they're like, oh, well, you know what? She doesn't own the picture, so you know what? It's okay that he did that. No, you <laughs> fucking moron. Like, the whole thing that's going on here is that she asked him not to use the photo, and he used the photo regardless. Like, yeah. everybody is aware. Like they're like, that- actually, the rights are owned by Getty, so she would have to talk to, he would have had to talk to Getty, not her. I'm like, I, I get well, it. Everybody gets it. Okay. But the 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 backstory, the moral here is don't, do, don't use somebody's picture without their permission, you know? Yeah. It's like, okay, well, that tells me a lot about these people's character that, like, if it's able to be done, even if it hurts somebody, they're going to get it done. Like, that's shitty. Like, you should feel bad about that. Like, why don't you feel bad about that? (laughs) He should feel – oh, I don't think he feels bad about a lot of things. He's, like, a creep from what I heard. He, like, texts, like, underage girls. I don't like him. He's weird. I know. No, I don't either. I've never been a fan of Drake, but you know that he has those diehard fans. It's like a lot of people do that will literally, like – defend anything that they do even if it is shitty it's like have some have I'm like, some moral compass here i'm like i wish a fucking drake fan would fucking try to tell me they were a fucking drake fan <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like if you really came in you're like drake is like dead ass like my favorite artist i'm gonna laugh, laugh. in your face so get the laugh. fuck out of here get the fuck out of my get face the right now fuck out of my house <laughs> exactly you don't you're not allowed back Cause that's weird. He is like he was like a moment in like our younger years. Like he he shouldn't be anybody's favorite artist at this point. He's corny yeah, now. I love Degrassi. Yeah, Jimmy I Edwards. Knew, I knew Aubrey Graham. Drake kind of has disappointed the fuck out of me. Yeah, wheelchair Jimmy. Whenever he couldn't get an erection during season seven. <laughs> oh, that was crazy. Sorry, that was crazy. I know. I, can't, I forgot about that. That was like his character. Was he, was he, he was with Ashley, right? Yeah, so, he was with Ashley at that point. He, like, yeah. couldn't get hard because he had just been shot in one of the prior seasons. That was crazy, yeah, too, that like, he got okay, shot. The school shooting Give me, episode. like, a few, a few months to heal, and maybe, maybe I can. <laughs> it was, like, actually really sad. Did you ever, did you watch Degrassi, obviously? Like, that of episode time stands still where, like, Rick gets, like, the chicken, oh or gets, like, the paint poured on him and, like, the feathers. And then he comes yes. back to the school with a gun! I remember that being such a huge moment in like TV history for me because those 
episodes weren't such a thing yet because like it they they of course did happen like school shootings did happen but they've ramped up so much uh over the past few years that they like are so in pop culture now like in terms of like tv shows and movies yeah but that but was like I really mean, like the first one that we were that was like, like the first thing i had ever seen like that and i remember being like oh my god is that possible like there was that like can happen? that movie elephant also i saw around the same time and they both like gave me like similar vibes and i was like very like darked out as like a teenager watching those type of like medias it was like very I, 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 like, was obsessed with Degrassi, though. Like, I used to run a Degrassi forum that had, like, 100,000, like, members in it. Oh, my God. I That's would, awesome. Isn't that hilarious? Stacey, I was 14. I had, uh, we so would, like, cool. take all of the episodes. We would, like, convert them into, like, because they would premiere in Canada first. And so, like, they would, we would download them and then convert them for people here in the United States. And I was doing that shit when I was, like, 14. I was like, what the hell's going on here? Um, That's so cool. Yeah, like, super illegal, actually, now that I think about it. Sorry, Mom. Maybe I was on that forum. Who knows? You could have been. It was Degrassi TNG forum. Like, it was the biggest one that was out there. So cool. It's so funny to think about. Um, so yeah, that's uh our comment about Drake and Halle Berry, I guess. I'm not a fan of his. Yeah, Drake. Don't think that you're a fan of his either, so fuck him, exactly. No, I'm team I'm team Halle Berry for sure. Halle Berry, Halle Berry. Um <laughs> I wonder how she feels about that song. I know, like does she just hate everything that has anything to do with her being used? Just I know kidding. I'm like I feel like she I would like that if somebody like made a song about me and it was like kind of fun but don't use a picture of me getting slimed as long as you get my permission whatever <laughs> exactly I don't know there's something weird about that um so I guess we can talk about also um Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis uh yeah. stepping yeah. down from their anti-sex abuse organization Thorn over the Denny Masterson character statements that they released um so we know that they put out a couple of letters last week where they talked about danny masterson's character on the show that they were on together like years ago and like just so that he's like a good dad and all this stuff like then they sent it to the judge in this like rape trial that he's got that he had going on he was eventually convicted of two counts of rape and he sentenced um between like 30 to life uh in jail or in prison so I mean, justice is, like, kind of served there, but people are still going in on Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis. Yeah, they did a dumb fucking thing. So apparently, his mom asked them to, like, do that for him just to, like, make make them go, like, easier on him. But, like, you got to know when to say, no, I'm not going to participate in that. If you are the chairman of an anti-sex abuse organization and you like, are writing letters for, like, somebody who's either raping people, that's, like, hypocrisy, that's, like, weird. What the fuck is going on yeah. in your life? That is that, that was probably the best move that they made is to leave, like, the organization, maybe – go get some counseling and think about why they felt like it was necessary because you have two choices in that matter. You have somebody that you know that has been accused of something. You can either write the letter or you cannot write the letter. And mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I love, there's everybody in my life that I like love. And unless I know something for a fact, I'm not writing a yeah. letter. Like, you know what I mean? Because absolutely. 
you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. People can say one thing to your face and act a totally different way to somebody else, you know? Like, so Mm -hmm. I don't know. I felt, I felt very uncomfortable whenever I heard about all of that. And I just, I feel awful for the victims. And I don't know. I've also heard weird things about this, like anti-sex abuse organization that it's more so it's not like anti-sex abuse, like child trafficking. It's more so like them, like monitoring like sex workers. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah, I like don't keeping know. them safe. Not keeping them safe, but more so as like a monitoring, like telling them that what they're doing kind of is like wrong. What? Yeah, like it has like it has like roots in like anti like sex abuse, but like for the most part, it's like they go after people. They like the they think that like the big problem is sex workers and like that sex workers and human trafficking are like one of the same kind of. Okay. Okay. Well, I need to look more into this. uh, Yeah. It's called thorn. So, so I don't know how I feel about that. um, The organization. Cause I remember, I remember years ago, everybody's like Ashton Kutcher's really doing a thing. He left Hollywood and he is helping. Yeah. He is helping people who have been abused sexually. I was like, Oh my God, like what a good guy, (laughs) you know? Like I was like, no, that's if you, for sure, you've got this going on in Hollywood and like you're, you want to leave all of that to go help people. Like that's amazing. But then you like find out stuff like this and you're like, Oh, like, I don't know. Maybe that was just like a look that he was like trying to go for. Yeah. I mean, it's again, once again, just super disappointing, especially Think about, like, all the weirdo, like, QAnon people. Like, that's their, like, big draw now. Like, so, like, maybe he just saw that that's where the trend was going. It was like, if I get into this now, like, there's money in that. Because I feel like that's why yeah. all of them act like that. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. So, I don't know. Weird. Um, uh, Damn. I wonder what's well, going to happen sorry. with Ashton and Mila. Um, I feel bad for the victims. And, I mean... I'm sure I'm sure they'll work they'll work again. They're just gonna time will pass and you know how it goes, but Yeah, I'm just curious as to far like what they're gonna be doing because I'm like, does anybody wanna watch Ash and Kutcher in a movie? Does anybody want to watch me and Laguna's in a movie right now? And I don't know. We'll see. No. Yeah. <laughs> we will see. Um and so speaking of people weirdos, we can talk about like I guess the Sean Penn and Chris Rock situation that was going on uh, okay so uh, sean penn like went off he had this interview for variety magazine um and he just like started kind of going off on like a tangent so like the whole the, the magazine like the front cover it go, it's a picture of him like with his arms crossed and his like muscles like bulging out and like, i think i've seen the front cover you might yeah i'm it, he I'm looks look okay it in it like whatever and it's like sean penn versus the world <laughs> and it goes the oscar-winning actor take on putin the oscars and more in a frank and filthy conversation i'm like what why are that. why are we asking a, a sean penn about putin like that's weird right why is sean penn getting a cover of a magazine period like what has is he doing something like what what's going is there a movie like what's going on i am not sure what's going on with him but i think that he just like needed like this he like needed to come out to publicly say this um about putin like about about all of it like he goes 
So, like, I'm reading the ver- the article on Variety.com, and it goes, Ask- after winning his second Oscar for Milk in 2009, Penn remarked, I wanted it to be very clear that I do know how hard I make it to appreciate me. This is a true statement. Um, he goes, I don't know Will Smith. I met him once. He seemed very nice when I met him. He was so fucking good in King Richard. He lights another unchained melody of American spirit cigarettes. So why the fuck did you just spit in the face of yourself and everybody else with a stupid fucking thing? Why did I go to fucking jail for what you did and you're still sitting there? Why are you guys standing and applauding his worst moments as a person? What? He goes, he continues, yeah. This fucking bullshit wouldn't have happened with Zelensky. Will Smith never would have left that plate, that chair to be part of stupid violence. It never would have happened. Interesting. <laughs> Where is this coming from? Why is I um I'm why I'm is this shocked. moment from like when how long ago was that? Like a year ago? Like coming back up in this fucking variety. This is like beginning like of like twenty twenty two. Um, it's like hilarious that he like said that it goes, Penn tells me he became convinced his only choice was to destroy his Oscars. I thought, well, fuck it. You know, I'll give them to the Ukraine. They can be melted down to bullets so they can shoot at the Russians. (laughs) What? What? It's a little, it's a little, okay. There's a difference between Will Smith hitting Chris Rock one time for saying something that didn't bode over well with him to his wife. You like beat a woman. Yeah, but he is talking about what happened, I guess, with the incident that he's talking about is from 1987, where he spent 33 days in jail for punching a guy in the face. Um, So I think that's what he's talking about there. But like, then you have to also consider the fact that he like held Madonna hostage and like beat her up, like you fucking piece of shit. But also, also Will Smith has no history of violence. He has no history of being aggressive. Like this was such a random act that kind of came out of nowhere. And Chantin is known for being like a firecracker and not being able to like know what he's gonna do next. So yeah. It's like, yeah, if you're a repeated offender, you're gonna get more time in jail. And obviously Chris Rock probably was like, I'm not gonna press charges because I know like that's an old friend of mine and we can work it out together. Chris Rock is like a little bitch, actually. I don't like him. You like, <laughs> but like Shantan, like fucking just punched some guy that probably was like, "Hey, fuck you, don't punch me." Yeah, exactly. There's there's context, I guess. There, so Sean Penn was like in the '80s. He was like a hothead. Like he, yeah, he has publicly lost his temper for five consecutive decades. You know what I mean? <laughs> Isn't that crazy to yeah. think about? That is, and it sucks too because I, when I kind of discovered Sean Penn probably like the first movie that I really adored of his was Milk and I loved that movie and I didn't know about his like I didn't know about his past because I was so young when I watched it you know and um that's another person that just disappointed the fuck out of me because like you play such a such a historically like peaceful character so well like and then, like, the actual, like, true you is, like, unpredictable and, like, aggressive. Like, how weird is that? It's just, I don't know. It was just, he, he kind of came out of nowhere with this. We, if yeah, this like, would have happened months ago, if this would have been, like, a year ago, I would have understood it maybe a little bit more. But, like, I don't understand, I guess, a lot of where this is coming from. And then he also says something, he gets really weird about, like, AI, too. Okay. <laughs> like he says something really weird about like 
AIs, people's like people who do AIs, like their daughters. What? I'm like looking for the <laughs> quote right now. No, Stacey, it is like so strange. He's like talking about um like saying like, Oh yeah, you, you want you want the rights to my uh you want the rights to me and to use into picture into movies and stuff like that? Well I want I want the rights to your daughter. I'm like, What? What are you talking about, you creep? What do you mean the rights to their daughter? It's giving like it's giving like frantic Charlie Sheen like Tiger's blood interview. It's just like so weird. So they like ask him about his thoughts on like the Hollywood strike and he is like livid over like their their want for like likenesses and voices of like SAG actors for future AI use. And so this is what he says. He goes, so you want my scans and voice data and all that? Okay, here's what I think is fair. I want your daughters because I want to create a virtual replica of her and, and invite my friends over to do whatever we want in a virtual party right now. Would you please look at the camera and tell me you think that's cool? What? What are you and your friends doing? <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't like, okay, I I get like what he's trying to say, like, but there are so many different metaphors he could use other than saying like, I want your daughter to go and like to invite my friends over. To me, the implication right there is he wants to violate these people's daughters with a group of guys. Is that not that? Like I, I heard that and Stacey, I like took a step back that like maybe take a step back just like the other day at work. One of our coworker showed us that thing. Oh my God. That was, that crazy. was crazy. That was, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> I can't, I don't want to speak on that because it's like somebody no, else's stuff. But like, I think that me and you both were like shunked at that moment. And like, whenever I read this, I was like kind of shunked also in that same way. Like, uh, excuse me? Yeah, no, it's just odd. It's like, you gotta think before you talk, man. That's fucking weird. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, Sean Penn, you're getting weirder of the day for that one. Yeah, <laughs> weirder of the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not getting, pie. he's not Popeye kind of the week. He's just weirder of the day. Um, so yeah, I think we can do, uh, we got just a couple more stories if you're okay with that. Yeah, of course. Okay. So we can jump into, um, Shannon Bedore from Real Housewives of Orange County being arrested for DUI and hit and run. No. Yeah. So Shannon Bedore, the star of Real Housewives of Orange County was arrested for drunk driving and hit and run in Newport Beach, California over the weekend. Uh, Bedore, 59. Yeah, she's 59, Stacey. Yeah. She was booked and arrested early Sunday morning um, and was released shortly afterwards. She she hit somebody's house, like, in her car. Stacey, she had her dog with her. And, like, you want to hear the crazy part? What? She like after she did that, she parked her car on the street and got out with her dog and pretended like she was walking the dog like to go to the bathroom, like to try to <laughs> like she was doing a goddamn bit like she was on camera or something. I was like, uh, no, she well, did I'm not. Cameras. Well, yeah, I watched. There's a video of it that came out this morning of her like skirting around like and hitting the house. I'm like, oh no, Shannon. What part of the house? It was like the living room or something like the outside. Of it. Oh, it didn't go through. God. I don't think, but like. It was enough to damage the house. For sure, yeah. But it's really well, you sad. Gotta, you gotta be like, yeah, that, that is honestly such a big fear of mine. I hope that never happens to me. I hope I never get a DUI and, like, never get, I mean, obviously I'm not, like, out here running the streets or anything, but, like, the moment, I'm sure, when she hit that house, she was like, 
fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd be like, fuck, my dog's with me too. We're like, we're both in trouble now. I'd be like, the dog was driving. <laughs> it was Archie. It wasn't like, me. The dog took over. The dog took over. He was acting crazy. <laughs> the dog bit me in the leg. I, f- I just, I feel really bad though because she's like an older woman. She's 59 years old. Like, how do you get a DUI at 59 years old? You're an affluent 59 year old. You've got money. You can get an Uber. So that just. Because she feels. She feels unstoppable, you know. She feels like nothing's gonna happen bad to her. Like her whole life is perfect. Like I just feel like with people like that, like I feel like you. She's got all the money in the world. She could totally get an Uber if she needed to. I feel like she Absolutely. might have like a real problem. You know what I mean? Like I feel like she's got a drinking problem if she's if that's what Absolutely. she's doing. Because I mean, yes. you have to think about it. Like I'm not saying like everybody like. This isn't everybody, but, like, I think that I I understand people who don't, like... I mean, there's some people that don't have money for Ubers that, like, drunk drive. And I'm not saying I understand, but I, like, get that more than I understand this woman who's got $30 million in the bank. She gets $40 million or $40,000 a month from her ex. Like, you can call a $30 Uber over, get you to your house. Like, it's not right. It's so not right. And I don't know. And, like, at what point you're driving through the yard of this person's house and you're about to hit their house, like... Why did she not try and stop? Like, she was absolutely, like, over the limit. Well, that's what they said. They said that whenever the cops got there, they, like, noticed that she was, like, absolutely wasted. I'm like, ugh, that's, like, scary. Yeah. With the dog, too, in the car. Like, you could have heard the dog. What if, the, what if you got into an accident and the dog died or something? The dog wouldn't be wearing a seatbelt. Yeah. What if so. you want to whip through the house and hit somebody's bedroom? Like, or hit a, yeah, or killed a person. That's, like, always, that's, like, the main concern there of, like, a drunk driving incident is, like, you could hurt somebody, but, like... I don't yeah. know. That's fucking. I feel awful for her. So this might, and it's kind of sad too because this season of Real Housewives, she's actually been calling out one of the other girls named Gina for getting a DUI and saying that she almost had her kids taken away from her. So like now this happens to her. Well, so it's like, yikes. Well, they're gonna definitely be calling her out now. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see if she returns next season. Um, I feel like this mm-hmm. probably bought her another year on the show at least. Uh. So, yeah, that's that. Um, We've got a little bit of good news this week. We have got Gossip Girl, the OG uh, TV show, celebrating 16 years since the pilot aired. Um, And I think that was, like, a big show for both me and you whenever it came out years ago. Yeah, I am actually rewatching it right now and kind of watching some of it for the first time ever. Yeah, and no, I, I totally fell off after I think season two, it. if I'm to be honest with you. So I, I, I wouldn't know anything that happened after season two. I know a little bit of season yeah. three, actually, when they went to college a little bit, but I don't know a lot of it. Uh, so maybe I need to join you in doing a rewatch. I freaking love it. I love, I like realize how much I love Tim Badgley. I think he is my favorite. He is. I love everything. I love Serena and Dan so much. You um, want that they're, they're your OTP? Yeah, they're my faves. And I hate Chuck Bass so fucking much. I want to punch him in the face. I hate him too. Uh, he's a piece of shit. Why? Why do they have to have him on there? I like love how chic Blair is, but I also am very disappointed in her choices. <laughs> she's like, uh, that was the thing about Blair is that she was always like the most human, like to me, like the most relatable. Like she's got yeah, like a lot of expectations and people like counting on her at like such a young age. So there's like, she, there was just always something about her that I like loved. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I do love her, but I also feel like, why are you having sex with Chuck Bass in the yeah. backseat of this car? Like, 
kid out of there. He's a bad person. He literally assaults people. Like, come on. Yeah, Jenny in the first episode. And the fact that they they just glossed over that, that was disgusting. Fucking weird, but I still love the show. <laughs> yeah, no. And it's a great show. They don't try to... I don't know if they're going to try and paint Chuck in a good light at some point, but they aren't right now, and I hope that never happens because I don't like redemption stories for people like that because he's just such a bad person, but I bet you they'll try to. He's like giving Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I'm like, stop. Yes, exactly. I hated Spike, too, whenever they like made him like her like one true love. I was like, he like... He did something unforgivable to her, first of all, in season six. Are we forgetting that one episode where he, like, tried to assault her? Yes, I know. It's that weird. was always, like, my like, big trigger moment is, like, he, like, I don't know. There was That was, like, the word. that They shouldn't have had that scene in that show ever if they wanted to ever have him be a redeemable type character. Yeah, it's like they, they write these moments. They come out, and then they're like, well, maybe we could use Spike for this, too. But what about this? Oh, uh, well, I mean. Let's just make him, like, do, like, a few good things and people will forget. And they will because that era was very much, like, that kind of vibe. Like, you're like, oh, boys will be boys kind of thing. Like, ugh. I remember, like, watching that episode of Buffy where they're, like, in the bathroom and he's, like, trying to, like, force her. Like, it made me, like, hot and, like, scared. Not, like, hot. Like, it was, like, hot to me, but I was, like, why do they yeah, have this like, on here right now? This isn't what the show is. And, like, I just, I can never look at Spike the same way after that. Yeah. No, I totally understand that. Weird show. But I, I love that show, freaking Chuck Bass. Yeah, I fucking hate Chuck Bass, too. Fuck both of them. Um, So, that's great. 16 years of Gossip Girl. It makes me feel really old actually saying that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> i know right oh my god i was like ending high school i like i said i told you earlier about like posting on like myspace about it like the trailer coming out jake i remember jake posting about it too and i'm like motherfucker this is my show <laughs> i love it so this funny. is my show because i like i really like read one of the books and i remember back in the day they actually they were gonna make a movie version of it like back 2005 i think and guess who was attached to star as blair Blair, 2005. Um, Britney Spears. Lilo. Lilo, Joe, Lilo, who? Lindsay Lohan. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh Lilo. She was supposed that to be Blair, and I remember being like, oh, my God, I need to see this. I need to watch this. And they never made the movie. They ended up making the TV show like a couple of years later. So I like the TV show, I mean, but I would have loved yeah. to see a Gossip Girl from 2005 with fucking Lindsay Lohan in it. I know they should have done both. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they still can. Lindsay Lohan just had a baby, actually. Congrats to her. I know, congrats. She looks great, too. Yeah, I'm glad that she's doing well. I remember she had that weird show um, on MTV, Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club, and like, some people thought it was like a uh a like covert like sexual trafficking ring. What? Yeah. That's what people said online. Jeez Louise. Jeez well, Louise. I, hope not. I don't I think know, so. Like, I think it was kind of like I think it was like response. kind of a joke, but like at the same time it was also kind of like, what are these people doing here on that island? Like they weren't working. Um so <laughs> Let's just get into like our last two stories of the day. Our la our second or our, our penultimate story. We're going to talk about Katy Perry and 
her selling the rights to the music that she released between 2008 and 2020 to the musical rights group Litmus uh, for $225 million, joining the top 10 list of artists with the most expensive back catalogs. Why do we think she did this? Just for a big cash grab? Because she made two hundred twenty-five million from it, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, exactly. but she didn't yeah, make like all of that. Like her, obviously, her um, like record company and stuff like that is going to be taking money from it. But like, I feel like I feel like she's worth more than that. I feel like I feel like the Teenage Dream album alone is worth two hundred twenty-five million. You know what I mean? Like that whole like Teenage Dream, yeah. California Girls. Like, the one that got, like, every single song that she posted, like, did that album was, like, so. Is that even right? It was so huge. Was that the Teenage yeah. Dream album? I don't think that was Teenage Dream. Or was that Teenage one of the boys? Dream. No, it was Teenage, Teenage Dream, yeah. Yeah, it was. God, that was, that, I heard Teenage Dream for the first time, Stacey, and, like, I was changed. I love, okay, I'm not the biggest Katy Perry fan, but I do love that album. That's a great album. There was, like, something. She was literally, like, the most gorgeous girl I'd ever seen that in my life. Like, whenever I watched that, like, she had... I don't know what it was about her, but I was just like, Katy Perry. Like, she's it. She's everything. Like, and... She they, was the moment. She really was, and I loved that moment. Even though people, like, make fun of her now. Yeah, well, I just think her, her music... When it was just her music that was, like, shining, right? Like... I feel like that was all we knew and we loved her, but like her personality is kind of insufferable sometimes. Yeah. She's like really her, annoying. Her judging American Idol. Like I don't ever, I'm never stoked to hear her opinion. Cause I feel like she lo- just loves to hear herself talk. And she thinks she's so like, she's saying the most like amazing things and you can feel it. And it's like, ugh, I'm over it, Katie. Wig? Like that made me like her. That made me like her a lot less. Wig. 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 <laughs> <laughs> that clip of her just saying wig that. to that guy and him be like, I wig. forgot about that. <laughs> that was kind of funny, actually. Um, but she's not the only one who sold her out her uh her back catalog this year. Justin Bieber also sold his earlier this year for two hundred million. So actually, she made more than him. Okay, can we talk about why Justin? Bieber always looks so different than Haley Bieber when they go out. <laughs> I like... Like, why was he wearing, like, a sweatsuit with a hat on top of it? And she was in a gorgeous, like, tiny little mini dress. I don't know. Doesn't... What is his... Doesn't he have, like, a disease on? or something? Park, not Parkinson's. No, he had, like, some kind of something going on. But I think he's past that. He had something going on with his face, like a cerebral palsy type thing, I think. I remember, like, and it wasn't able to, like, move or something. But, like, I think that yeah, he also right. has, like, I feel like he's got something. Like, what is it where he, I feel like, I don't remember. Let me look up what Justin Bieber has. I'm not, I'm I'm moving on from Justin Bieber, actually, because I can't find it. So Okay, okay, moving on, moving on. I don't know why I brought it up. Because no, it's hilarious to see that. No, it's actually, but he sold $200 million. Stacey, like, why did he only get $200 million and Katy Perry got 225 You don't think he's yeah, bigger than her? I feel like Justin Timberlake or <laughs> Timberlake. Justin Bieber. Sorry, 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 sorry. I feel like Justin Bieber is the bigger star, but I don't know. That's weird. Bruce Springsteen sold his for five hundred million dollars. Yeah. Well, yeah. Does anybody Bruce listen to Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. 
He's beloved. People love Bruce Springsteen. Oh, shit. Maybe I should shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> David Bowie's estate sold his catalog for a reported $250 million. Okay. I feel like he could have gotten more. Yeah. But he wasn't around, I guess. And I think Iggy Azalea, I think she also got like $100 million. That's also still crazy. Um, so, yeah. I feel like she had like, what, like two songs? She had a couple yeah. of them. She had <laughs> like a black widow baby. True. Black, black, black widow baby. What a weird song. Um, So I guess speaking <laughs> about Katy Perry, we can kind of talk about. I'm like over here burping. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. No, it's okay. So speaking about Katy Perry, I guess we can kind of talk about something that kind of connects to Katy Perry. We can talk about the whole Russell Brand situation going on right now. Okay, please fill me in. So, like, there are sexual assault allegations against Russell Brand, Brand, Russell Brand right now. Four women have accused Brand of rape and sexual assault, all of which he has currently denied. Um, so he has been accused of rape and sexual assault by four women who detail incidents that took place over seven years. Um, even though he's claiming that the encounters were all consensual. Um, hmm. so he is the latest high profile figure to face allegations as more and more people have spoken up about the Me Too movement and everything. Um, so yeah. in the original report, the three publications documented one allegation of rape and three allegations of sexual assaults against Brand. These incidents took place allegedly between 2006 and 2013 and occurred while he was working for the BBC on Channel 4 and in different films as an actor. Um, the BBC and Channel 4 have since said they will be conducting internal investigations. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah, so he's probably most associated with starring in films like uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, and then also he was married to Katy Perry formerly. Yeah. Was, what, like, they, they were, like, married for, what, like a year or something? For a little bit of time. Um, but I remember, yeah. like, Katy Perry saying, like, when she was talking about her divorce from him, she I remember her being like, you know what, I learned some things and it was just, it was out of my control. And so I'm like wondering if maybe she knew something or like what was going on there. Um, so yeah, that's really crazy that that's going on. He's like changed his yeah. whole, he used to do like candid, like stand up comedy where he would talk about like his drug addiction and like sexual like situations and stuff like that. And now he's, he's changed and became a little bit like of right wing, like, talking head yeah he kind of he has like a podcast and he like does that kind of thing now right yeah he's like trying to i i he falls into that trap of like trying to make money from people that like share the same like views so he has to like talk like that i don't know it's like kind of strange um but isn't he like also like really spiritual and like like almost like follows like what monks do and stuff or is that like old news I don't know. I thought he like did that, but maybe um maybe that was like years ago. I feel like also that's like a little bit of a ruse sometimes. I'm like, I don't think that you're that spiritual. I think that you can be that yeah, spiritual. Yeah, like is like, this real? Like, yeah, it's like that's your projected personality because you know you're a celebrity, you know that people are like watching you. Like I don't be- I don't know if I necessarily believe that you're like this enlightened yeah. individual. Um so yeah. Like reading about it is really creepy, especially there was one girl who was sixteen, which is the age of consent in the UK. Oh, God, that's not yeah, good. Yeah, he was 31 at the time. 
don't know. It should not be that. It should be. It should not. I, I sixteen. That's way too young. Yeah, it's disgusting. Um, so yeah. that's going on right now. I know that YouTube has like dropped him, and like a bunch of other places have dropped him from like covering what he's got going on and like his, like monetizing his channels and stuff like that. So I guess we'll see where things go, but. I'm, all I know is I'm grossed out by him, and I I use I was grossed out by him. I remember that Katy Perry documentary. Yeah. Remember she did back in 2012, like about her like world tour or whatever. And he like he divorced her. He like told her he wanted to divorce like right before she was going on for like one of her biggest shows. Like, and she had to like cry I know, and pain. she had to like she had to, like pull it together, and she fucking did too. Yeah, she was. I was like, uh, my husband told me that I'd be like in a ball, like on the floor crying, like oh my god, we're getting a divorce, and she was just like. Like the show must go on. And she got lifted onto that stage and she put on a hell of a performance. So hell yeah, go yeah. Katy Perry, fuck Russell Brand. Um Yeah, yeah. it's always been fuck Russell Brand. It's, weirdo. It kind of is always fuck Russell Brand. Um <laughs> But yeah, I think that's it, dude. I think that's all that we're gonna cover today. Thank you so much <gasps> for coming on. It. Oh my god. Course, yeah. Thank you. We fucking killed it. Dude, we had so much to talk about. Like all these fucking we weird ass celebrities. Topics. We killed it. I know, bitch. okay. I feel like the theme of the day was disappointing celebrities. <laughs> it really that was. Way. I mean, but Forget you know what? Let us down. When are they not letting us down? Like, I feel like this should be like just like let down radio. What is it? What do they say? They're like, don't don't get to know your heroes or something. Yeah, exactly. Because you get yeah. a, you start to learn that you know not all that glitters is gold. That everyone's freaking sucks yeah exactly i hate that but yeah, yeah this is so fun this thank you so much for coming on this was a lot of fun um and before you leave before we end things um if you guys get the chance be sure to check out stacy on instagram at slayer dystopia yeah yeah that's me that's her so give her a yeah. give her a follow if you would like i would love for you to and if you guys already don't be sure to check out pop icon radio on instagram um and be sure to check out pop icon radio every tuesday from 8 to 9 in the morning on the 90.7 wkgc the alternation the tune in app all that fun stuff um so yeah thank you so much for coming on stacy i appreciate you and um we will see our episode on friday of the craft <gasps> bye cool i'm excited Fuck yeah me too i'm stoked right now thank you so much for coming on yeah, no worries at all. Thank you for having me. It was so fun. All right. Well, bye. Bye. Seeing you tonight. It's a bad idea, right? Seeing you tonight. It's a bad idea, right?